Hello, and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I said hello, and then I jumped right into it. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'll see the delay, and then the recording will pop on. Am I? Yes, I am. And then the personality turns on. Or my other theory is that's the exact moment that the caffeine hits. Because it's got a half-life, and that's that's when the half-life's really activating. Uh, that's not how half-life or chemistry works. Please send all of your chemistry-related uh, joke corrections to to someone else. <laughs> I was going to plug myself, but I thought, I don't want them. No, thank you. Uh, tonight, we have an absolutely affectionate and pampering episode. You're really going to get spoiled today, and I don't know about how much I want to keep it from you. Uh, but just real quick, just personal notes and upkeeping and all the rest. Uh, I'm just absolutely having a, a wonderful year. And you guys are, are telling me that you're really enjoying the, the variants and the episodes and what's going on in Season 3, all the guest pieces and everything like that. We really appreciate it. Uh, just for me, Allie, uh, all the ladies of the night, thank you for sharing. Thank you for forwarding the podcast on social media, Twitter especially, everybody who's interacting with me there and the blog on Tumblr. Uh, just again, can't thank you guys enough. I asked for it. I got it. It's always appreciative. Uh, thanks a lot for that. Valentine's show, V-Day show. Uh, it's just going to be, you know, a normal tip show, but I want you there so badly. So I want you to come out to the V-Day show. You can find out more on the Twitter. Uh, that is at Real Grey Night uh, on the Twitter. You can find that on the pinned tweets. You can come on in. We've got a little Discord server. Discord's just kind of like a little app. And then I, you know, you can talk to me because I'm there. Uh, it's kind of my, my home base online because I'm too shy for social media beyond that. Uh, <laughs> trying to come out of my shell. Okay, right on into it then. Very, very, very excited for this one. Uh, you guys have requested him before. Excited to get him on the podcast with, again, a really wonderful pairing, I think, of two wonderful pieces. So here we go. Uh, this is Before Night Falls, B-4-K-N-I-G-H-T-F-A-L-L-S. And his piece today is called TV Cuddles. He describes it as thus. You just get out of the shower to find him in the living room on the couch and come sit on his lap for some cuddles and playful attention. Without further ado, here is Before Night Falls and his piece, TV Cuddles. Hey, baby. You want a shower? You look so fucking cute. Oh, can I get a little spin, please? <laughs> oh, baby. Aren't you just a picture of perfection? Come here, my love. Mm-hmm. Come here. Come sit in my lap. Smells so good. Mm. <laughs> I can still say it smells good, baby. Did you actually use? Did you use all my body wash? Oh, you totally did. No, I'm not upset. We just have to go to the grocery tomorrow. I mean, we get other stuff too anyway, so it works out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you're my pain in the ass, so it's fine. Uh, the sides are too fucking adorable for me to be pissy at. It's kind of true. No, I'm, I ain't doing anything. I'm just watching TV. I mean, I was watching TV, and I'm just looking at you. <laughs> Wait, no, give me the remote back. <laughs> oh, because I'm not watching TV? Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'll just watch you. Mm-hmm. It's going to start bugging you. I know it will. And then you're going to give me the remote back. So, it's kind of a win-win for me because I got to stare at my beautiful girlfriend. And I also got the remote, so. Who's really winning here? Oh, you. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to squirm like that. Because. <laughs> you know exactly why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that how you get your way? Alright. Well, I mean, I'm not going to complain. That's fine. Squirm as much as you want. You can have it, yeah. <laughs> uh, remember, I can throw you on this couch real easily. This changes from me being real cute to something else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Hmm. No, I'm just happy. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know. Some boat show about people in the Mediterranean who like work on ships. No, 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 no. not like freighters, like pleasure boats. I don't know. It's it's it was just trashy reality TV. Like it, it genuinely wasn't anything of substance at all. You can put on literally anything. You want to watch my trashy reality TV boat show? <laughs> no, I was kidding. No, 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 no. No, put literally anything else on. No, I'll sure I'll watch the news. You really think that's punishment for me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cartoon Network's fine too. Oh no, 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 no! It's Teen Titans Go though. It's just not. It's not as good. It's, see, this is because I'm I'm the old man here, and I remember the original Teen Titans, and that show had depth to it. Although I will give it that Teen Titans Go is way cuter. What it has in cuteness, it lacks in like depth. Yes, it is like a, <laughs> it's like a kiddie pool, and the original show was like an ocean. Mm -hmm. Wait, but is Gumball next? I'll watch Gumball. I'm up for Gumball, but what else is on? Oh, you don't want to watch anything? Does that mean I get the remote? <laughs> what? No, you can't turn off the TV. <laughs> No, it doesn't work that way, babe. <laughs> because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'm gonna fucking tickle you if you fucking don't give this back to me. No, that, that is a that is a threat and a promise. <laughs> it can be both. 
Do you really, really, you're gonna fine? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, you gotta say I surrender. You gotta say I surrender. I don't hear. I don't. <laughs> oh, is it because you're laughing too hard? Yeah. <laughs> and the remote is mine. <laughs> I I am playing fair. What do you mean? That was not a dirty trick. I think this is perfectly fair and balanced. And I get to watch whatever I want. What? Okay, what What do I get if I don't turn on the TV, then? Babe, I get cuddles anyway. Oh, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. I mean... Oh, that's not fair, baby. You know that's not fair. You can't play the when do we get alone time card when it's just you and me and we can... Fine, okay. Okay, I'll bite. I'll bite. I love you too. Yeah, it's really not fair. I mean, every time you straddle my lap, it literally becomes a game over for me. How am I supposed to win in this position? Because, <laughs> well, you know, also you're in the towel, so. This was, you were complaining about me being, using dirty tricks. I feel like this was dirty pool. That's, a, that's, a, that's an expression. You never heard that? Like, this is dirty pool. I mean, I don't know where it comes from. I'm just saying I've heard people use it. No, it's not. This is this is not because I'm old. I I swear people of all ages use this expression. This is not that old. I, I know I pulled the old man card, but that's I, I'm allowed to pull that card because it's it's me saying it. See, when you're like young, you can't pull the old man card. Also, old woman card. <laughs> Okay. God, you drive me nuts sometimes, you know that? Yeah, in the best ways possible. 100%. There's literally no one else in the world I'd rather go insane with. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in yeah, yeah. I mean, no, because that's a fictional character in, like, the physical world. Okay, fine. And I will include fiction as well, then. Because I, I think I'd rather go insane with you over a lot of fictional characters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, you're making me think about it now. Uh, Mad Hatter, maybe? would be on that list Peter Pan perhaps I'm, I'm assuming Peter Pan's insane like you you can't stay young forever and, and be like you know all there yeah I don't know if there's many characters in literature or fiction that I would want to go insane with 
Because most of them become violent when I go insane. Please don't stab me. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like, it, 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 yeah, nothing good comes from insanity in literature. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with you because I feel very certain that you aren't going to do me harm as we go deeper into madness. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you smothering me while I'm sleeping with a pillow is just because I snore. I, I forgive you for that. <laughs> I don't snore that badly, babe. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know because I'm sleeping, but, like, it can't be that bad. It's not It's not an 11 from 1 to 10. I'll give, I'll give you a generous 8.5. Okay, I'll go down to 7. Six, five, four. <laughs> I, okay, fine. Well, I, it, it, that was because I was sick, though. I was really, really sick. Yeah, like if you if your nose is completely blocked and like you're coughing, of course you're gonna snore super badly when you're like. It's not my fault. So it's, it's see, it's not that bad every night. It's just like when I'm sick, or if I didn't get much sleep. I will. I'll give you those two conditions. But it's not like you don't snore. I, yeah, but I love your snoring, though. It's real fucking cute. And it's, like, the only thing that puts me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, once you're once you're out and I hear you snoring, I'm just like, that's when I go. And it also means that I don't keep you up with my snoring, apparently. So, win, win, win. You, yeah, I mean, you, you stop talking in your sleep as much. Oh, you used to be real bad about it. Oh my god! Like I'd have full-on conversations with you, and the next morning I'd be like, "Babe, remember that?" And you, <laughs> well, I mean, I know I talked in my sleep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, but I don't have full conversations though. Like you, you know that I'm asleep. Like when you talk to me in your sleep, I don't know you're asleep. I think you're kind of awake still. I mean, your eyes aren't open, but like you're pretty coherent. I need to ask you like incriminating things. I don't know. Ooh, like, could you buy makeup without telling me? I mean, the answer is obviously going to be yes, because it's always yes. I mean, it's fine, baby. I just want you to tell me before you use my card <laughs> on a like three hundred purchase, three hundred dollar purchase of like Nars and stuff. I know they're pretty, but 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 still, three hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, even for a $100 purchase. See, this is why I go with you to Sephora. Because if I don't go with you to Sephora, just bad stuff happens. And Al- and Ulta, too. And Primark. Literally any any place that sells makeup, I need to be there. It's like your, your banker. To be like, I don't know. Is this a, is this a sensible purchase? You have seven of these pallets already? <laughs> No, baby, you don't need makeup to look beautiful. You look beautiful already. Yeah, although I do admit you do look cute when you do makeup, but still. Barefaced baby wouldn't change her for anything. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I love you too. Hmm. There's no one else in the world. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm glad you turned off the TV too. 
Can we carry you to bed? I don't know. We're just... Because you keep wiggling and I figured... <laughs> no, I just... I don't know. I figured you'd want me to continue this in the bedroom. Yeah, no, I figured that's where this was going. Yo, you're totally trying to seduce me. Yeah. Also because you've just shaved your legs. And you've been rubbing them up and down my back. That's kind of the dead giveaway. <laughs> they do feel very, very smooth, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> very smooth. <laughs> oh. See, I don't know why. No, we're, we're never doing that. We're never going to try that. No. Maybe. Maybe if you're real good, I'll let you shave my legs. But I, I, I do not want to. I do not want to be the one who does it. Also, I don't. I don't know. No, it's maybe this is this is like the whole me letting you do my makeup thing once. This it's it's gonna be like one of those situations. But we are telling no one about that. That was that was me letting you 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 begged me, and I was like, all right, fine. That's because I really love you. So, and you know that. Because I did it for you. <laughs> oh my god, please don't say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, see, this is why I should never let you do that. Because you're never going to let me live it down. Yeah, I know. I, I recognize that people on YouTube were had a do your, your boyfriend's makeup challenge. But we were not. This was not for YouTube. This was just you doing this recreationally for fun. No comment. No comment. That's the that, that, yep. No comment. I'm I'm taking you to bed. Because <laughs> you're fucking rambunctious. That's why. Come on. What? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. You got a smile on me. All right. Happy now. Fucking love you too. Come on. Yeah, come on. Wrap your legs around. <sighs> I'm taking you to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna get payback for all those makeup comments. And then so. Yeah. Trust me. I know you do. Come on, baby. Let's go. And wasn't that just a lot of fun? Once again, that was Before Night Falls, B-E-F-O-R-E-K-N-I-G-H-T-F-A-L-L-S. And you can find him on YouTube, Before Night Falls, uh, at Before Night on Twitter. And his Patreon is Before Night Falls as well. If you did want to find out more, you can also find him on Insta. Coming up next, a piece that, again, I think pairs with it quite nicely. It's going to be a little bit more dommy than most vanilla that you get from me, but I like the vanilla bean, and I promise you it is sweet, it is sensitive, it is trying to make up for all that rough and coarseness you went through last week. 
It goes by the name Laundry List, and I hope you enjoy. Oh no. Did you have a bad day? No, I can just tell it's all over your face. Mm. Mm. I am so sorry. I am. I am so sorry. This is. <laughs> this is absolutely, positively not the way I want you to be midweek. Mm -mm. I want you to be a pouty puss. Come on, you want to talk about it? All right, all right. Okay, that's not the best way to ask you. All right, I remember. I'm sorry. I wondered why you were making the face, and then I remembered. I'm not supposed to ask you if you want to talk about it. I'm supposed to just talk about it. Okay. So I messed that up. That's on me. Um, but I think that I can make this better. I do. <laughs> I do. You want a shot at it? Well, here's the thing. We've had a list of shit to do in the garage for a long time now. And, well, if you go out there, you'll... Oh, look, she can run. She can spring. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, just, you know, straightened up a little bit. Had some energy before going to the gym. But that's actually why I did it, and that's why I wanted to wait and tell you in person, besides, you know, seeing you get all cute and your boobs bounce and stuff as you ran out here. <laughs> well, I wanted to say that I think it's paying off. Going to the gym. No, no, I don't, I don't just mean, like, paying off like that. You've, you've been showing me. <laughs> and I appreciate it very much. No, uh, I mean a little bit more along the lines of, well, it's, it's been really nice. No, all of it. Working out. Me getting there, me getting in better shape, you being so supportive. This is hard for me. Don't tease me. You can you can stare right at me with those giant eyes and smile, but come on. We're working on this, right? This is this is what the couples therapist told us about, right? Deep breath. Okay. So uh it's been nice, you know. Us developing our own hobbies, but then making plans and then going through them. And I feel very reconnected with you. And doing things alone and doing more things together and, and, and knowing and ha having real boundaries and, and connections with that. It, it's turning me on. Not at the moment. I'm just, you know... It's turning me on. A lot. Uh, I don't really know how to say this, but sometimes you can just get used to the way things are, and sometimes the way that things are can be another person. And please don't think that I'm rehashing 
anything that got us here because I, I'm so tired of that too. <laughs> but, well, the way that you wake up some days, you just assume it's going to be that way for the rest of your life. You just assume it's going to be that way forever. And sometimes it's not even that way for the rest of that day. I, I, I definitely took a lot for granted. The more time that I spend alone, the more time that we spend doing our own things. It really made me start to appreciate texts from you, and it really it made me appreciate that I wasn't, I haven't always, I'm not the, it made me appreciate how nice it is to have a partner who tells you everything, who's just giving it to you. And I haven't been that partner for you, and I might not. I'm just being honest with you. But I am, I'm trying so hard to tell you more and to tell you how much I appreciate it. And sometimes I only figure out what you were actually saying to me a day and a half later still, even after all this time. I know how dumb that is, but sometimes you'll tell me something you're, you're feeling. You'll tell me an observation and it'll only connect two days later. When I'm realizing, that's why she told me that. That's why she said it then. She was connecting it to what I was feeling. <laughs> so, I wanted to tell you that going to the gym, all your support, helping me out, doing all the laundry and everything else, splitting up the chores, and, well, it, it meant a lot because I didn't, really want to get started with it. But you having my stuff out fresh. You um you supporting me. It helped. You, you never you never really know how much someone else's support matters to you. Not to your success. You just you have a feeling that if they didn't give it you might not have gotten it. Hmm. <sighs> no, I absolutely want to pull you in very, very close. Can I, can I say a little joke? Is that, is the timing all right? I'm proud of you for only crying a little through that. <laughs> oh, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It is. It is. The uh, the other thing that's working about going to the gym for me is, you know, I just got a little bit more energy. 
Let's. <laughs> well, I finally cleared the uh, the tasks off the old garage list, you know. Mm. Well, I was wondering if you would do my gym laundry because I just got home from working out. <laughs> oh, hon. Come on. I, I, there's a limit on how much emotional vulnerability a guy can do in a session, a day. Like, there's a ratio. I need roast beef sandwiches if you want me to be more open than that. There's a conversion ratio. I know B vitamins help. I don't know exactly how. Well, I want to strip me out of my gym clothes, too. Come on. Come to the laundry basket with me so that I can show you that I am actually pretty amazing. <laughs> See? Now that's funny. Your big gasp, your big reaction right there. Now that's funny because here I was telling you how amazing you are and how sweet and all you do is freeze and tear up a little, but then you see the laundry's actually been done by a dude and... Yeah, I did it all. I put the vinegar, I put the baking soda, I did the whole thing. I did the cold, cold, I did the weight, I did the shake, I did it all. It smells good, too, I think. I Febreze it after. I don't know, I can't tell. When I think it smells okay, you say you can still tell that there's a smell, so I'm just Febrezing it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Well, if you insist, of course you're allowed to help me take them off. There we go. Really? In the garage? Well, I mean, I guess it is straightened up, but I just never figured you for the sort. Here. I want to try something. No, I mean it. Come here. Let me show you how easy I can lift you up by the back of your thighs when I press you against me. I'm going to put you on top of the washing machine. You know exactly what I'm going to do. Don't you? Hey, you know exactly what I'm going to do. Don't you? Good. I like that your ass is cold. Your ass is candy. <gasps> Don't act like you don't get off to this. Mm-mm. I missed it, too. I can smell your cunt from here. Mm-hmm. Has it been getting wet for me ever since I started talking to you? Come on, nod your head. Oh, I love it when you look up at me like that, when your head's pointed towards the ground, but you have trouble. 
trying to maintain eye contact as your body just squishes into itself. Yeah? Hmm. Don't worry, I'm not even going to make you say anything. I just want that sweet little ass of yours to feel cold. Mm-hmm. Cold and up against that hard metal. What do you think the best way to do that is? Is it to maybe press down against you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose I could push my cock into you. You are wet enough for it. Maybe push downward. But you're the one who wanted to put the washing machine all the way up. <laughs> you did. You wanted to put it all the way up on top of these little makeshift counters. That was your idea, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. You don't remember? Oh, I think it was. You don't want to lie and get in trouble, do you? Mm -mm. So, because you are a little bit higher than normal, I can't really fuck downward. I can't really fuck you down into the machine. Now, can I? Mm -mm, no. Isn't that so sad? <laughs> well, I do have another idea, actually, baby girl. Uh-huh, I do. Would you like to hear it? My idea is that I lean down and get a real close look at how wet your pussy is. You know, I use my big hands on your thighs, and I open them all the way up. And then, after I grip around your fat, after I pull up beneath and tickle under your kneecaps, I'm going to push them all the way open. You are so wet for me. It must be hard. It must be hard. Mm -mm. So many emotions, and then I'm looking right inside your pussy. Am I looking right inside that conti-own baby girl? <laughs> you can barely hear that word. You can barely hear that name. I put the two together with that voice, and you're just squirming, aren't you? Aren't you? <laughs> Ooh, you poor thing. You're already starting to wriggle and roll those hips. You really want that cock, don't you? <clears throat> you've been showing me lately, too. I love the way you've been reaching out for it. I do. I love the way you've been reaching out for it. Teasing me, stripping, winking. Mm, you've been so playful. It's been so fucking hot. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> oh, just tracing my finger right around that red.
just the tiniest little vibration is going to set you off, isn't it? Well, that makes me wonder what happens when I do this. Hmm. <laughs> or this. Mm. Or this. I love prying your pussy apart with my tongue, dragging it open, spreading it open. I want you to think about it. My cock. I want you to think about my cock when I'm licking you. Do you think you can? Do you think you can concentrate? Mm. On both. Not my tongue. Do you think you can concentrate on both? You can? You're sure? Oh, good. Because <laughs> I don't want to stop. I want to make you come. This is the pussy of the sweet little baby girl that I love. And I want to make her dirty little cunt come and come and come and come and come. And come. Mm. 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 
this part where you're coming <laughs> and I can just tell that every little bit of what I'm doing like it feels good but it feels good in a painful way <laughs> and you just <laughs> well you just shake and flop around you just your face contorts and you, uh, 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 <laughs> you make real, don't get embarrassed come on i just talked about my feelings and everything that's harder for me than this is for you uh 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 don't play that one sister mm -mm. of course i'll say it again i do love you you love me really Good, because I think we're about to make that pussy hurt. <laughs> yeah, but if you just let me reach up right behind you and... Ha, 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 hold still. Round two. I'm not letting you fucking go until you climb. Need a finger up your ass, baby girl. You gonna fucking come again? You hear me? Noodle arm slaps do not deter me in the least. <laughs> God damn, you are an entirely different position than when you came in here. You were just so bubbly and upbeat, and now you look like the you look like the coyote when he's trying to get the roadrunner and he like melts because it's too hot. 
You're just sliding down it. Come here. Come here. Let's get you on your feet. <laughs> yeah. I never thought we'd have a little session in the garage either. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that. Some other time. <laughs> well, remember how most of this started. Here, let me show you. I said I really liked how much more you were reaching for that cock. So, if you're telling me that pussy is too sore after that, or a little too stimulated, then I guess you better reach for it on your knees. Because I didn't just lick that pussy twice so fucking good. Not to fully claim it. Well, hi there. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I get done with a piece and I go, that was pretty good. Or sometimes I'll get done with a piece and I'll go, man, I have no idea how they're gonna take that one. But occasionally I get done with a piece and I went, ha ha, nailed it. And I kind of thought I did with this one. I don't know exactly what it is about it, but as soon as I got done with the script portion of it, I just said, oh, this one's great. And I hope you think so as well. It's pretty arrogant. Uh, this, is, this is basically like a TV show creator coming in, you know, midway through a season <laughs> and saying like, Didn't, wasn't that one great? Uh, which might invite some criticism. Uh, in that medium. <laughs> so here's hoping that uh, it doesn't hear, or if it does, it's the most constructive because you guys have actually been really, really great about criticism and all the rest. I do want to say that uh, about fan interaction. Um, what, one of the reasons why I am slowly getting more brave on Twitter and putting more stuff on Patreon and reaching out to connect with other people and, and artists uh, is just because of all the support you guys showed me. So just to pull back the veil a little bit before we get into question time, uh, a lot of you ask, like, are these stories autobiographical? Are you telling your story in many parts? And the answer is no, not at all. Uh, however fun it would be to, to sort of milk that answer. Uh, there's a lot of me in the stories because there's a lot of authors in their stories. And if you read a, a single author, even if they're writing very different types of novels, if you read enough novels from an author, you will notice some similarities. And, and so my sexuality has to go into my work. I'm not doing this from anyone else or for anyone else. Uh, I'm not doing this to express anyone else. At least that's not how I, how, how I got started. And so every idea or everything I make is going to be interpreted through my sexuality. This piece, however, uh, is very much interpreted through my recent experience. And that is to say, I'm trying so hard to be grateful and ambitious at the same time. I'm trying so hard to be both. And it is really difficult to be both of these things at the same time for me. If you find it easier than me, mazel. But I, I'm, I'm having a dickens of a time because when I feel ambitious, I feel like an ingrate. And when I, when I feel grateful, I ask myself, then why are you, why are you striving so much? So to try and balance them both out, I, I'm not always going to hit the mark. And just know that I, I really appreciate, I've never, like, I've never, I've never gotten in a lot of trouble, and I don't think that I, I, I could for my actions, but 
Just know that when I say sincerely and deeply, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate the number of second chances I've gotten with at least individual fans after bad encounters because they caught me on a bad mental illness day or they caught me in a bad period or maybe I just had a bad reaction. Like maybe I, and, and we can just take that off the table too because for a certain amount, it was just me. I just behaved like a jerk and that was poor of me. Um, but just But just know that this piece a part of me is actually in the last one that you just heard. You metaphorically laid out all my gym clothes uh, for me, and I legitimately don't know what level of the personal success that I'm feeling these last few months, these last six to eight months in particular. Um, I don't know how much of that is because of you, because I've tried a lot of ventures on my own. I've tried a lot of things as the Grey Knight, uh, and not as the Grey Knight before you met him. And j just know that anybody who's given me a second chance, uh, or a third one, uh, anyone who's been patient with me, anyone who thought that I could be better, anyone who didn't take a swipe back at me after they perceived that I took a swipe at them, uh, or anyone else or something they loved, even, e even if we have totally different perspectives on that, I appreciate you. <laughs> I really appreciate you. I hope that's not too much. But it's a sappy episode, and I did want to put that in. It is a constant question. Uh, Grey Knight, Grey Knight, Grey Knight, Jack, Jack, Jack. Uh, <laughs> is this your story? Are you, are you the narrator in this one? No, but there is a little piece of me in that one in particular. That is the exception that proves the rule. Uh, and uh, uh, I hope that's a good conclusion from story time and a good segue into the questions. We've got four questions this week. I thank each and every last one. Ali uh, is, is saying that you guys are sending them in early. It's easy to sort them. Uh, we both appreciate it so much. So for, for, for making Ali's life, every time you make Ali's life easier, I appreciate you guys because that lets her do other stuff for me. Um, even though she's getting a little too much free time lately, she's starting to escape the mines that I put her in, so we're gonna have to put her in deeper chains or something. Um, if anybody out there has bondage methods that aren't sexy, I'm afraid that I've only studied sexy bondage methods, so I'm actually a terrible, terrible slave owner. Uh, I, I, I could really use a lot of help. All right, we're gonna stop vamping immediately and into... Question number one from Sweets McGee. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Hello. My name hi. is Sweets McGee. I have one question. Sweets. Do you have a favorite exercise that you like to do? My favorite exercise these days, the the exercise that makes me feel the best is cardio. I, if I do 25 straight minutes of cardio, especially if I can get 40, 45 straight minutes of decent, we're not talking hardcore cardio, we're talking 70 to 80, pretty leisurely cardio, 70 to 85% maximum heart rate cardio, fairly relaxing. Uh, if I do that, that's what will make me feel the best, especially the next two days. The If I do strength training, I'm smarter. I don't know any other way to say it. If, when I do resistance training, I retain more information. I, I'm more intelligent. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a cognitive enhance. And then the one that feels the best, the one that I enjoy the most, uh, is I actually do some pretty hardcore stretches. Uh, I wouldn't say hardcore. Uh, I, I, I do... What the fuck? Hardcore. And if you don't agree on that, fuck you. I do hardcore stretches like planking and reverse supermans and that sort of thing at home. Uh, and I, I really, I'm sorry, Internet, I didn't mean to say, I'm, I just asked for your help, Internet, and told you how grateful I am. Do you see? Do you see that it's not you when I, when I swipe? It's me. 
but hopefully that one was funny. Uh, I, I do the stretches and, and what have you. I'm getting really good at them. I can do them anywhere. I can do them in a hotel room. I can do them on my floor. Uh, I really enjoy them. And then, of course, there's the added benefit of those are the exercises that I can do with a kitty. Uh, you can technically take a cat on a bike ride, but everyone who does, I'm just saying, everyone I've ever met on my fellow bike ride travelers who had a kitty cat with them, because there are some that have like the space porthole backpacks and stuff, I'm just going to say, bike people are already a little bit weird, but cat bike people, uh, I'm pretty sure that they're just like a Stephen King race of supernatural creatures. Up next we have, oh, up next we have Wispy, I think. Hi, I just wanted to thank you for everything that you have done so far in your podcast. I've really enjoyed them. And I wanted to say uh, from my side of things that you've made me laugh, uh-huh. you've made me happy and everything that you've done so far with your podcasts. And I know you probably been doing this for a while so a question came to me the other day and I would like to ask you out of all the podcasts that you have created thus far Uh which one if you had to choose Uh was your favorite one thanks so much and have a great time what what a what a what a what a thank you so much for the question Wispy. uh what a provocative question uh ranking i said uh oh not because she did anything wrong because ranking is difficult for me uh i don't naturally put things into lists if i put something into a list i've been thinking about it a while so like if i have the top 3 reasons you've been pissing me off uh oh <laughs> um but i think i'm i think I lean on it a little too much, but I love being unique, and I love being me, and I don't, I don't do it, I don't do it for anything other than my pursuit of it. In some ways, I wish that I would incorporate my script process of like, oh, this will be a crowd pleaser, and I'll do this to create the, to, to, to please the crowd. No. I like doing the, the 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 stuff that I do, and I'll dip into it when I dip into it, um, and and I'll feel it when I when I do. I don't do it to make you happy. Sometimes I wonder if I should. I really do. Uh, but but with that mindset of I'm creating for me, and if you enjoy it, and if you have a good reaction, that makes me the happiest dude. That's my mindset when it comes to creative works before the podcast and through it. And so with that, when I go really experimental. When I go like really far out there and you guys come along with me and you tell me that it's rewarding or interesting or or, or good, uh, especially when I don't ask and especially when I don't say a single thing to a single person and I get that feedback later, uh, that, that means the world to me. I've gotten that a number of times with Feed Your Alter, which is way out there. It's one of the weirdest erotic pieces I've ever read, not just written. I've read a lot of erotica and... What I don't know if I quite got what I was trying to do. I haven't quite got the stomach to try that summit again through another direction, although I very much want to, and I feel like I got pretty close there. Uh, another one that I feel like, just from a narrative perspective, I was just like, oh, this is this is almost like the sweet parts of a of a romance novel, 
uh, without any of the the bullshit, like you know, the twin brother named Jake who <laughs> who's ODing on. They always up the romance genre updates very quickly. It both doesn't update at all and is frequently finding new and fresh references. That's how I see it, at least from the outside. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why that was so funny to me, and I probably shouldn't dunk on romance writers. They make more money than I do. They're more famous. Uh, they're probably ha they're probably living better lives. Uh, <laughs> but I did actually find that pretty funny. So, I'm trying to reset. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was one that I did where uh, I'm a cowboy. It's the 1800s, and we're basically an arranged marriage. Uh, as I recall, I think I did it because this is one of those periods I was reading about women settling the old... I got really into women settling the Old West after Alias Grace for some reason. Uh, I know that's Canadian, but I just I really got into frontier women after Alias Grace for a while. Uh, and I read about the various periods of Kansas and, and Missouri and where women would, would go and they would get parcels of land if they would show up and, and women went by the teams. And, and then women went uh, and they were frontier women who didn't particularly want to be married to, I mean, these were women willing to grab, we're in the woods now, women willing to grab a shotgun and go sit on a parcel of land at the edge of the world. Uh, so they didn't exactly want to get you know, shacked up with a drunk coal miner who was going to slap him around afterward. Nespa. So they, uh, they, they. There was a lot of single women, and and you know, they they aged and they corresponded through the mail, and a lot of them found husbands. I I found this whole period super interesting, and I just you know I wanted to write a romantic version of that where this is a woman. She's an educated woman. She spent some time alone. She's made her homestead. She finds this guy. This guy seems nice. They basically do kind of like an arranged marriage. Uh, and they come together. I don't. That was the original idea. I don't think the script actually quite fluidly came that well together. Um, and then I just think that that's a wonderful premise. There's a lot of history in there, uh, and I enjoyed the way that one came out. I don't remember what the name of that one is because I suck at naming stuff. But Allie will put the description below, probably. If not. Catch me on Twitter after, and I'll, I'll I'll have a link to it since you asked, and that's a good one. Oh my goodness! All right, this is a, this is a longer session than I started. Okay, up next we have a Serena bye. question. Bye, bye, Wispy. Hey there, Jack. Hello, it's Serena. Serena. Um, I only have a couple questions for you this week. Let's do it. Uh, the first one is about Valentine's Day, since it's just around the corner. Okay. Um, or I guess tomorrow now. Um. So I never, you know, really had a reason to celebrate, but I'll do something. Uh, last year, I, I made chocolate-covered strawberries and ate them in the bathtub with Aww. a movie. So uh, I'm curious if you have a, a favorite romantic movie that you either really like or, or really like to hate. <laughs> and then my second question. Okay, sure. If you want a really romantic movie, I say, and I mean this sincerely, people think I, I, I'm not being sincere. I 100% love this movie. Uh, it's called It Happened One Night, and it invented the rom-con genre. It's uh, it's an old black and white movie. You won't know anybody in it, even if you like movies from that period, probably. Uh, and it's good to the last drop. The movie is good all the way through. If you're afraid that you're not going to see, like, a woman that you can uh, identify with on screen, 
I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The woman, the main female character, and it happened one night, expresses more agency and human emotion than the vast majority of 90s and 2000 rom-com leads. I'm especially looking at you, Sandra Bullock. Uh, there's a, there's a, it's, it's, it's a lovely, lovely movie. And I was actually just making a list of movies that are good to the last second, that are, that the, the movie ends as the movie ends. Uh, and it's not like you never – you don't spend any part of the movie going, oh, what's happening? Oh, what's this part? You literally smile and laugh and clap all the way to the end. It happened one night. Fantastic romantic movie. If you're looking for a more modern one, a more cynical edition, since that one's a very earnest, a very lovely movie, uh, I, I think it holds up. Um, one, one quick uh, piece of trivia. It happened one night was so popular when it came out, that's why Bugs Bunny – eats uh, carrots. That's why we think rabbits eats carrots, because there's a carrot scene where uh, Clark Gable, I guess you wouldn't know the stars, is eating a carrot in the movie. Uh, what, what was I thinking saying that part of the Apologies. That was such a hipster moment of me, uh, where Clark Gable's eating uh, a carrot, and that impressed uh, the, the animator of Bugs Bunny so much that that's why Bugs Bunny eats carrots. For real and for true, true story, look it up, it's crazy. Uh, it happened one night, fantastic, it invented several tropes. You'll know the trope as soon as you see it. You're like, I've seen that joke a hundred times before. Yeah, it comes from that movie. That movie was like the Titanic of its time. It was super popular and invented the entire genre of rom-coms that continue on to this day. Do watch that one if you want to watch a nice fun one. If you want to watch one that's cynical and mean, I pretty much watch the exact same movie after every breakup in my 20s. And after every breakup, I was like, I am evolving more and more into this character. I've got to stop both breaking up and watching this movie afterwards. And that is High Fidelity with John Cusack, speaking of, of lists, because he top fives throughout that entire movie. I haven't seen it in years. I love it. The selling point is that John Cusack is a record store owner. Jack Black is his friend. Uh, his friend slash co-worker, and John Cusack is a miserable bastard piece of shit, and he's also playing one in this movie, too. Wow, I'm really going after some stars today for no reason. And John Cusack is just kind of a, a like, a cynical jerk, and he tells you how much he misses you as a woman, but he how much he hates missing you, and I actually don't know from a female psyche perspective how much you guys will enjoy that one, uh, but since you asked for kind of like a... I mean, you asked for... Uh, I should get on to the second question. We're skipping. ...question is very much a cliche. But um, you've been talking a lot about working out and getting new clothes and these kind of things. So I was yeah. wondering, what are you wearing, Jack? All right. Um, wow. That's all for Wow. Um, see you and everybody else at the show. Well, when somebody asks what you're wearing, you're never obligated to tell them everything. So I am wearing a smile. All right. We've got one more. Bye. Hi, Jack. Hello. I was wondering if there was a time period you like reading about, or you're just drawn to books set or written in that time period. Alrighty, thank you. Well, that was from Faith, and thank you so much for that question, Faith. Yes, there's this one period in America where a bunch of frontier women went out. Okay, that's a callback, and we're done. Uh, I, I, I legitimately don't have a favorite period. A lot of people, I guess, have a period where they can envision themselves back then and then they're happier. Uh, for me, that period's always the future. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I bet it's better than what we got now. Um, that's just my my take on it. Uh, I, I don't want to live forever, but if I could live like a really... If I could live to Star Trek times, that would be 
dope. I know I'm not gonna, but that would be fantastic, and that would I would definitely go forward instead of going back. Just saying. Um, definitely. It's not even a question in my mind. Every time it's come up, and every girlfriend's like, you wouldn't want to go back to... Never. Never. Allow me to just show you, now that we have smartphones, uh, the top five <laughs> ways that you would die that weren't childbirth back then, if we were there. No, never. <laughs> Uh, but if you are talking about uh, different epochs or different periods or different areas that I have found just fascinating, uh, I'll, I'll do that real quick before we, we sew up the show, real quick in quotation marks. Uh, I did uh, legitimately find the Warring States period of Japan very interesting. Uh, I I found feudalism very interesting as a kid. Of course, chivalry, knights of the Grey Knight, and uh, the Warring States is basically Japanese uh, uh, feudalism. But it's very concentrated, and Japan's got a whole entirely different situation besides Europe. It's very mountainy. Uh, it's very craggy. There's not a lot of farmlands or estates to put up, so people are much more factionalized and tribalized in this period uh, than even in Europe, where there's a different key and, like, different measures and standards every couple of cities you go. Even more than that, there's a factionalization uh, in this period. And then also, iron is really bad in Japan. This isn't really understood, but iron's is, iron ore is really, really bad out there. Uh, so they couldn't go to the whole, let's just tech up to iron and then beat the crap out of each other uh, period either. So they couldn't marshal, you know, the same kinds of armies and the same kinds of, uh, and the same kinds of tech just, just because of the logistics of, of the country, which meant that, that Japanese feudalism was much more based on, uh, concepts and, 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 uh, loyalties and, and furthering allegiances. And of course that just makes the person or the people, uh, who are capable of, of, uh, conquering all that, all that more interesting. So I found the Japanese warring states, uh, period very, very interesting. I'm currently reading a, a lot off and on about New Orleans in 1800s before the Erie Canal is built, right before the Erie Canal is built. Uh, Nolens, uh, at this period is, the center of America, the international center of America, what we think of as like New York Center or New York City or LA today, and how international they are and how internationally connected they are, uh, and how many people from outside the country are in those uh, regions because of this period, because of, of these hubs. That's what Nolens was back then. Uh, the, the Mississippi River, uh, of course, was the easy uh, river to sail up, and then uh, it's basically in the heart of America at that point, and then, of course, it's got all these rivers and boats connected to it. Uh, and so it's this economic hub, it's this international hub, money's coming, money and goods are coming all over from Europe and Africa and the Caribbean, uh, South America, and they're coming right, right, right on up into Nolens, uh, and all the, I'm going to stop saying it like that, apologies, and then, uh, it, it, it led to this incredible period of decadent aristocracy, and there's just so much, I'm a, I'm a white guy, uh, but the reason why I'm reading about it in particular, uh, is just because I got a little bit of a bug uh, of a story uh, that I'm not really going to go into. And this particular period is just just chock full of, of, of black history that's never told. It's never uh, put out there like the first black millionaire is a woman at this point who's selling uh, beauty products uh, not, not far 
but she's in Louisiana, essentially, uh, her, her estate. And she's like a Coco Chanel sort. No one's ever heard of her. I can't remember her name off the top of my head because I'm dyslexic, which makes it sound like I'm not actually reading about her. But there's just all kinds of... of, uh, of nuances and, and, and niches uh, in this history. And, and basically, they didn't realize that they, they were fiddling as Rome was burning because the Erie Canal would change all that. So I just find this period very, very interesting. Uh, so that is definitely going to have to do it for the question and answer segment today. Gosh, you got a lot of aftercare. You've got such a wonderful episode, didn't you? Gosh, you lucky, lucky girl. Well, if you enjoyed that, you should definitely consider being my Valentine, coming on out, saying hello again at Real Grey Knight on Twitter, at R E A L G R E Y K N I G H T on Twitter. Say hello, DM me for a link, or you can find more on the uh, linked tweets, whatever it is. On my Twitter, you will find a link into the Discord. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'm going to put on a hell of a Valentine's Day show. Hopefully you all agree with that. I've got a lot of energy. I'm feeling pretty, pretty good. Are you feeling pretty, pretty good with me? Are you feeling pretty, pretty, or just pretty, pretty good? Oh, my good golly. Have a wonderful rest of your week. If you listen to this much, you must love my voice. Come to the live show, or just tip me money and say you love me, and you're my Valentine. Bye. Bye.